Nexus at night. It took me seven tries to beat Water Blight Ganon, and apparently that's wimpy. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rapier. And I'm James. Welcome back, James. Uh, and happy Friday, everybody. Sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, it's God. yeah. We're releasing the episode on Friday. You know, you know what? We're just gonna pretend the movie magic isn't there. Happy Friday, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so <laughs> if you listened to our episode on Wednesday, we uh, you know implied this. Uh, everybody is in some form of uh, social distancing or quarantine due to the whole COVID-19 coronavirus thing. So we're just going to kind of tell our stories and how we've been dealing with it all and uh, shooting the shit. Who wants to go first? (laughs) Yeah, so um, I have probably the uh, weirdest tale involving this. So for those who don't know, I work at uh, a university or a college of sorts. (laughs) <laughs> let's say and i teach but i'm not really like i'm not really like a full-time person there i have some other stuff on the side but like there i'm not really full-time but the pay is really good so it's like inefficient for me to work anywhere else mm-hmm. and then with this whole coronavirus thing they were like oh uh well we're shutting down the entire institution and the students are not returning and i'm like well this is awkward uh because the classes that i teach aren't like quote aren't considered necessary at least not at the university level so now i'm like well now what the fuck do i do so i was sitting here last week like like thinking like well i could not have a job i have enough to last me a little bit right Mm -hmm. but i need like a plan going forward and i didn't know what to do i'm thinking here like well i could apply to jobs that like grocery stores i guess because they're hiring and then like other than that i would have no clue what to do yeah so, um, that could have when, happened when you say that the students aren't returning do you mean at, like for the duration of the, the for like uh, an extra period of time yeah because they were on spring break when uh, it was called so they're saying hey just stay hmm. home for another like week or so oh okay that's what you mean I and then they're gonna like... return right so they're gonna return like uh, the 28th, I think they said they were going to return, the Friday. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and then they were like, but we won't have any face-to-face classes until further notice. Oof. Oof. So, so what, en- what ended up saving your skin, then? So I got an email yesterday, or today, I guess, that said that they would, they, uh, everyone, well, I got an email, first I got an email yesterday that said everyone who is who wants to work will be able to work. Okay. Which is great for me. Cause that means mm-hmm. like I will be doing something and we're going to do like basically like remote tutoring and classes. Okay. Okay. So you have to figure out an online curriculum now. Well, not quite an online curriculum. Cause again, I'm doing like tutoring, right? Mm-hmm. So I just need to be at like Google meet or whatever. Okay. And so just have them, you just like, kind of have click the link show up. Yeah, so you just kind of have some appointment blocks, and you give them a, a Google link, and they just click on it to call you. That's correct. All right. Okay. So, have you ever like taught like that before, where you're just kind of yelling into a camera? Nope, sure haven't. Um, I don't know if this helps, but I used to, when when we were still at UC Riverside, I occasionally was on this comedy show called Dope Fades, where it was done through Skype. And they would, they would, you would get an image of the audience, but you couldn't hear them. And they were just like, okay, you get however many minutes you're doing, and you just do your jokes into a Skype camera. And you kind of have to, like, watch the audience and and gauge for laughter that way. Obviously, this is not the same as teaching into a voice. But it's so weird, because, like, every time I went on there, I would do it without pants on, because why wouldn't you? And be like, guys, I'm not wearing any pants, holy shit, you know, that kind of thing. And it's a very different experience to go from, like, the physical feedback of people taking notes, in your case, or laughing, in my case, to yelling at a camera and be like, I really hope they're getting this right now. Like, what if the feed is garbled, right? What if my internet (laughs) cuts out? But you'll... you'll, Honestly, after a while, you kind of just have to be like, all right, I'm just going to assume it's working and hope that it is that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
in in the case of teaching, it's not like you have to, uh, you know, like crush or whatever. You just have to get information across. Not, yes. I'm not trying to make it sound easy, but just the, like, it's. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So, uh, it'll be a little weird at first, but you'll get used to it. <laughs> I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah. How are you dealing with the boredom at home? Otherwise. Uh, I, well, I play a lot of Final Fantasy, so. <laughs> there we go. Really bad. <laughs> My home schedule has not changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just Same. play a whole lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Still playing a whole lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Okay, so how many hours of farming? How many hours of grinding? How many hours of raiding? Per day? Okay, well, I'm 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 still haven't completed the raid tier because I'm bad at this video game. And where we five? Okay. I I still didn't hit I still didn't hit level cap. I'm really bad at this video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So eventually, I just did my reclears to, to uh right before recording uh and I was like, well. Yeah, so I, I just keep playing this video game and keep like trying to complete clear this fight so I can be done with the raid tier and try to be best in slot for who knows what reason. And now I want to learn to play a different job. So I've been you know spending a quite a bit of time playing Final Fantasy fourteen and then doing some other stuff on the side just kind of for fun. But uh, yeah, mostly my schedule hasn't changed very much. As sad as it is to say. I really want to hit level cap. Fucking the story seems really good. It's I was like, really invested. I was really invested until like school got too busy. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel so bad for that one guy, uh, the, the dead guy who follows you around the whole time, and I don't even know his backstory or like <laughs> the, the previous expansions. Oh, I, but, oh, like, I, I, I was just saying. I know you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I forgot his name, but he he seems like a cool dude. But I, but he didn't try to kill me in a previous expansion because I didn't do that content. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey he, he's he's innocent if he never tried, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I guess I can go next because San Francisco has actually issued a shelter-in-place order. Not that anyone's actually following it. Like actually in a bubble now. Yeah. Wait, when Although, you say when when you say shelter-in-place, they like you're not supposed to leave your home for anything, or. Like not just they're not supposed to leave except for essentials like doctor's appointments and grocery shopping, but apparently people were still just hanging out at Embarcadero earlier, and P- and CNN was blasting the city for it. Makes sense. The <laughs> speaking of CNN, did you did you ever see that uh, that video where it, it was like a CNN reporter outside of a grocery store covering like all the the runs on it, right? Like, the lines are, you know, through the parking lot, and people are, like, running for toilet paper, blah, blah, blah. And as she's talking, a guy's walking by with his stuff, and then he stops, turns around, and goes, This is your fault. We're freaking out because you told us to freak out. Go fuck yourself. And just, like, lays into this woman. (laughs) She she just kind of stands there and takes it because what else are you going to do? And then he just stops off. Yeah, I... That guy's a Get, hero. Yeah, that that guy. Not all heroes wear capes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Get I interrupted. Continue, Rupert. <laughs> CNN was yeah, blasting so, the city. This past week, yeah. So CNN was apparently. I didn't see this personally. I just saw it on Twitter because people were still just hanging out on Embarcadero, even though we're supposed to be sheltering right now. But. Yeah, this past week for me has just been hoarding because my parents have been kind of panicking. I feel like it's more of a response panic to everybody else panic hoarding everything where it's like, well, if everyone else is going to run out and buy all the toilet paper, then we have to do that. Otherwise, we won't have toilet paper anymore. That's how that works, I think, because panic. Yeah. And so, like, the last week was my parents going to Costco, just trying to hoard as much stuff as they can, and then, like, yesterday we found out about the shelter-in-place order, so my ass got dragged around for four hours to three different stores to buy groceries. Wait, wouldn't, wouldn't that imply that you she, they would want you to stay home while they drag their ass around to four groceries? Am I missing something? No, because... Well, because my dad has kidney problems, so he has to stay home to do dialysis, and so he has a hard time getting up, and 
he doesn't put in a whole lot of effort into going out, even though my mom's been freaking out. So since he can't drive her everywhere to buy groceries, I'm the next person who can drive. That's what you mean. Okay. Got it. So yeah, my ass got dragged around to three different stores. I spent an hour and a half in line at Ranch 99. Wow. I believe that. Hey, it was you know how fucking you should stay, empty. You should stay six feet away from each other at all time. Let's huddle in line to buy to buy shit so we can stay six feet away from each other. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That that picture that we put on the Nexus at Night Twitter with the empty shelf of pasta that's from root beer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah. That was. That was before the shelter-in-place order came out. I was just trying to figure out what to make for dinner that night, and I was like, eh, all right. There's, like, Not- mild hysteria going around. Maybe I should stock up on some dry pasta because it keeps well. And then I went to the pasta aisle, and it didn't exist. <laughs> tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. Right? And that- that's just how it's going to be, right? Yeah. And this past week has just been a quest for me to find canned tomatoes to go with the pasta. I finally got some yesterday during my panic hoarding. Um, This is ridiculous. This is, is I mean, crazy. Everyone should have, like, what what's the, what do people say, two weeks worth of food? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I probably have that. But I didn't go crazy. Well, I definitely have that now. And I only wanted to die throughout the experience of acquiring it. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little weird. Um, like, has this affected your home lives at all when it comes to, like, living with, like, your roommates or your relatives or whoever it is you're with? Where nope. You, you, really? Um, I... I already don't get out of the house all that much. The uh, yeah, the said. main thing that's affected for me is just I will I usually go out for a walk because I get a little restless if I sit around too long. But other than that, I, I haven't mean, it's really still... been all that affected. I was gonna say it's good that you like get out and get some fresh air because it's not like you mm-hmm. if you're staying away from people that's still social distancing you just you know do that yeah face facetime your friends or have a skype call podcast with them that's a that's a good way to get shit done yeah like at night i just game with my friends from ucr and tuesdays i hang out with you guys tuesdays with maury (laughs) (laughs) do you think that uh, playing mega colony is like the the like pinnacle of social distancing Something like that, yeah. <laughs> what? I said, I said, do you think playing Mega Colony is the pinnacle of social distancing? Mm. It's how long has that it been since I talked? How long has it been since what? I've talked to how. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I, I talked to him a few weeks ago because he had a podcast topic idea, which I forgot which one it was, but we brought it up during that. Oh, uh, I, I talked to him today. We were talking about G era because we had some people who we got into Vanguard, but they mm-hmm. they started in Standard. But we kind of like talked about G era for a while. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about uh, we talked about uh, Grand Blue and uh, and we talked about Grand Blue Night Rose, and we also talked about Bad Grand Blue Night Rose, aka Harry. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, it fucking was, it get was me started. Oh, yeah, how it got started. Magia is just an inf- is an inferior callow. Pretty uh, much. I mean, so is Charge, right? Charge? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Charge was pretty... At least Magia... Was... had to be called, called by an effect. Yeah. At least Magia, Magia you got, like, a lot of... It, although it wasn't super powerful, it was very efficient. Uh... Charge was not that efficient as a mechanic itself. Yeah. 
We also talked about good luck that the deck itself was still good. Altmire looks pretty lit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty great. Yeah, the, uh... I did not understand Slayman's first skill because I hadn't fully read it when I woke up this morning. I like, I was how, like, Royal Wait, I like how Royal Paladin is Grand Blue also now. Yeah, everything is Grand Blue except Grand Blue. Um, yeah. So, here, why don't, we, why don't we read these things? Because we're technically still a Vanguard podcast, so this way we won't get completely eviscerated. So, uh... Counter-offensive Knight Suleiman is uh, grade 2, 10k. On Vanguard Circle, when placed, look at 7 cards from the top of your deck, call up to 1 card with Altmile and its card named Rear, and shuffle. So now Royals are Golds. And then also on Vanner Rear, when it attacks, you can Soul Blast 1 and return a Rear Guard in another column to your hand, and this unit gets plus 5k until the end of that battle. The Return of Hansing isn't even really a cost, to be honest. I'm I mean, it's mostly, so you search the alt-mile, attack with it, attack with Suleiman, bounce it, and then ride the alt-mile next turn. Man, yeah, I can't believe that's... it's just when called and not when called from hand. Yeah. It means it's also, more likely it's... that the uh, the, the other guy's uh, the open rear guard oh. circle might fucking matter. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, dang. I have egg on my also, face. Also, like, all those bouncy things, it's like... It's like what they did with Brave for Altmile, except Brave is no longer something you have to do, so it's just, like, shield in hand. You're not, like, making up for anything. And Good. also, it, like, helps... It also, like, helps dodge Narakami a bit, which is very nice. Yeah. That's what I was uh, thinking, too. And then Altmile the, stuff the other, really good right now. The other one was uh, Aerial Divine Knight Altmile, which they didn't fucking show the abs. Come on, Bushirod. You know, you know what to do. Uh, grade 3, 13k. Oh. <laughs> On Vanguard Circle, if you have no face-up cards in your damage zone, seems to be a pattern, I've noticed. All of your grade 2 units get plus 10,000 power and plus 5,000 shield, and if your soul has a card with Altmile in its card name, those units get plus 1 crit. And then on Vanguard Circle, uh, once per turn, Counterblast and Soul Blast, and call up to 1 grade 2 each from your deck and drop zone to rear and shuffle. So, good shit, yo. <laughs> Mm. Like, it's good, but I personally, Royal Paladin is one of my least favorite clans, so I'm not going to build it. Oh, I'm going to build it just for the abs. That's it. I just I have to pray that the upcoming OTT support is going to be good, even though I know it won't. Right now, what we need is good Angel Feather support, for reasons I've explained. <laughs> as we, As everyone knows... Uh, the planet Cray and our world are connected. So right. right now we're having this whole coronavirus crisis thing. So what that means is that they're having some sort of pandemic crisis over in Cray. And Bushi Road has released very subpar Angel Feather support overall. So the Angel Feather are not properly equipped with proper support to handle this epidemic. And that's why we have the coronavirus right now. <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> So it's Bushiroad's fault. They didn't print. They didn't provide Angel Feather with sufficient support. Mm, do I believe it. this? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, sounds sounds plausible. Exactly. Because if they if they I were good it. enough, this wouldn't have happened. That makes sense. Exactly. Uh, the uh, these companies they did not provide enough support for the medical squad. Obviously, so we couldn't handle it. We couldn't contain it. Anyway, yeah. James, how are you? How are you, <laughs> hand, how are you handling this whole thing? <clears throat> uh, it's pretty awkward for me, for multiple oh, reasons. Number on. one, I'm diabetic, so I am at risk. Uh, how much at risk? I'm not entirely sure because the coronavirus is interesting because usually diseases hit old people and young people, but it's like almost completely skipped over young people. Um, also, like. Uh, Diabetes represses my immune system, but it also depends a bit on how well I can maintain my blood sugar. So if I maintain it decently, my immune system should still be, like, okay-ish. Uh, the big thing is I'm currently in grad school, and um, my university pretty much shut down for, like, a week, 
and it's going to stay shut down for a while, like no classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm TAing, so we're going to do online classes. I'm going to be like Matt. I'm going to talk into a camera. Um, and the really awkward part is my lab work because I work in a lab at my school and I kind of need to get things done so I can graduate, but I kind of can't go in for that long, especially since it's especially risky since I am diabetic, so I'm at high risk. There are like some days where I have to go into work on stuff and I actually do want to go into work on stuff to just get my project done. Mm-hmm. But it's just awkward now at this point. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do want you to stay safe, of course. That would yeah. be... Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Please, please don't die. Also, shout out to my friend Carly, who is also diabetic and uh, could be... One of us. One of us. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, so fu- funny, uh, funny bad taste humor, but it was kind of funny at the time. Uh, when we were having a TA meeting regarding genetics, because that's what I'm TAing for, uh, like I, we, we were like talking and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, okay, so I'm like at risk because I'm diabetic. And then it turns out that all the other TAs except for one were also at high risk for one reason or another. So we all like we all like turned to the one TA that wasn't a high risk, and we're like, hey, <laughs> if something happens to us, uh, can you take care of all our classes? <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be like that's gonna be like you know like i want to say maybe 200 250 papers you need to grade have fun as, <laughs> as dark as that is i can just imagine like how many tas are were there uh or there's there? currently there's currently uh five of us and we okay. have seven classes total each class right. is about, like, 25 people. Okay, so I just have this mental image of four of you in a hospital room. You're all hooked up to respirators, and you, you just write <laughs> on your little whiteboards, like, suck it, Gary, or whatever his name is. Like, <laughs> It's messed up, but, uh, yeah. Um, are, are you getting cabin fever at all, or are you, you handling it okay? What do you mean? Like staying at home? You... I I used to play World of Warcraft. Got it. Okay, that <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> I still go out to like eat sometimes, and my yeah. logic behind that kind of is number one: if I'm gonna die, I might as well die happy. Right. Number two, and this yeah. is actually like the bigger part of it is uh, if everyone is scrambling to get food from the grocery stores at least right now i can at least save some of the stock at home by eating outside in places that are trying to get rid of their food yeah yeah that makes sense and plus it it's just like to keep the cabin fever away that's yeah. true oh but let's talk about the stock market oh god uh, next is tonight so the stock my... market podcast of course of course gotta keep track of those um, reserve list cards um that's magic though um so my dad is actually like a person who plays the stock market a lot and stuff like that mine too and he is what mine too my dad does that too yes yeah so my dad is kind of like in a very interesting mood right now because he's like holy crap this is a once in a 10 year thing where you can just buy a bunch of stuff for cheap and then make a bunch of money when it's all over so he said, like, this kind of stuff happens, like, once every 10 years. Because we had a uh, stock market. I don't, I don't know if it's a crash, but at least it was some kind of recession in the 2000s. Then we had one in 2008. Mm-hmm. And now we have one in 2020. So about every 10 years. And he's like, I'm not going to miss this time. So he's kind of happy, kind of happy about that. Capitalism at its best. Yeah. God. Don't even get me started on, like government response and like okay you can have a little socialism as a treat yeah and then, right and then andrew then andrew <clears throat> just like looks at them and's like really really, really? <laughs> am i a joke <laughs> to you and bernie sanders is probably still off. going to lose I know. the part that pisses me off the most is that the inability for anyone to like 
I actually, I, I don't know. It, there's a, it's, it's hard for me to word in a way that's like, makes sense, I guess. At least in the context Doom's of this. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's very annoying, I'll say that. Also, the, the Federal Reserve cut is pretty dumb. Or, according to my dad, it's very dumb. And it's just going to hurt in the long run. Well, yeah, but it helps rich people right now, and that's all they care about. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says he thinks Trump is going to do it to try and bo- kind of bolster the economy to make it look like he can end his term on a good economy. But then when it inevitably crashes later on, uh, if he's president again, it doesn't matter because he's president. If it's someone else, he's just going to point the figure and say, hey, look, when this person got in, he crashed the economy when it was his decision that did it. Yep. Uh, yeah. My dad was very mad about that, and he was actually somewhat pro-Trump, but that just kind of, like, cut him off. Like, nope, that's stupid. And actually, I can kind of see the effects of the stock market, because I play a mobile game that's only in Japan, but everything is translated into English. And Mm -hmm. I recently, like, paid something off of it, and, like, the amount of money I had to pay for it was, like, $10 more than it should have been, usually. Which is, like, a really huge jump. I've never seen it jump that high before. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Printing more money, cutting interest. In other words, if you have money in your bank account, you're actually going to be losing money. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, uh, you're also just losing money because they're going to print more money, so all your money is worth less. Yeah. Fun. Just At least the <clears throat> stock market felt a little better for about uh, 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's like Trump... Trump announced all of his cuts, and the stock market went up. And then he gave his next speech, and then it immediately crashed again. Yeah, and like they had to, uh, they had to like do the trip sensor where it stops trading if it's if it crashes too fast. Oh yeah, as a breaker, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fortunately, my dad saw this kind of coming, so he invested quite a bit in TVX before it st- everything started coming down. Mm. So he's like his stock his. Uh, investment in stocks is like pretty okay right now. Pretty good. I don't, I don't know how my dad's doing in that regard. I just know that uh, he's he's doing okay. Um, I'm a little worried because both my parents are in their late sixties, uh, and I don't know how good my dad's constitution is. Um, I see, and <laughs> uh, he. Like he, you know, he works out and he's like able to walk around and stuff. But just there, there's like a gut feeling that like I think the wheels are gonna fall off in the next like five years or so. I mean, um, if he can work, if if he can still work out and stuff like that, he should still be fine because exercise increases the effectiveness of your immune system. On top of that, cases of people actually dying from. Uh, people actually die from the COVID-19, I believe it's usually around the 80s. Around the 60s mm-hmm. is when people start getting more seriously sick, but it's usually around the 80s where people actually start dying. Or it gets mm-hmm. to the point where it's, like, it can be death. Threatening, yeah. Yeah, life-threatening. So your dad, if anything, I think, especially since he does work out, so his, he's probably decently healthy because of that, he should... I think, like, if anything, he might get kind of sick enough to go to the hospital, but his chances of dying are pretty, pretty low. Yeah. This is not actual medical advice, though. Like, people listening to this podcast don't actually take me, like, everything to my word, because uh, I'm not that kind of doctor. Or I'm not mm-hmm. working to be that kind of doctor. Or just... just what I... if, if you're taking medical advice from Nexus at night, fucking shit went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's where I get all my medical advice, though. Uh, Dude, I play any feather. Obviously, doctor, uh, according to the anime. Exactly. I mean, like, what's so? My dad is more concerned about like, uh, you know, social distancing and like staying vigilant about you know not contracting or spreading the virus because he's a Mm -hmm. doctor, right? My mom, who uh, was a nurse for like twenty years and is currently a patient advocate, um, so still in medicine, uh kind of isn't, like, she's kind of devil-may-care about the whole thing. It's not like she's going out, but she's a little like, fuck it, wash, I'll wash my hands. If I get it, I get it. <laughs> and, like, uh, she's, yeah. 
it could be like just like your parents know that they're probably not going to die if they get it. Yeah, I mean, my mom is very healthy. Um, yeah. Like that with her, I'm a little less worried about her. Um, but but it's, it's just something where like one one doesn't care enough, one cares too much, and what mm-hmm. one, one is more physically trying to find that medium. Is, yeah. That, that medium my, trademark. What? I currently live with my grandparents who are like 80 and 90 respectively. So Yeah. Oh, you are... You got more to worry about than I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they usually stay home all day, so it's really up to like <laughs> my parents. So. Um, let's see. I... So, as a comedian, I live in Los Angeles. Mayor uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti basically grounded us for two weeks. All uh, non-essential businesses are closed. All restaurants um, are for takeout only, so you can't sit down. Coffee shops, get your shit and leave, all that stuff. And every open mic and every show is canceled. I think until at least the end of the month. And it's very weird because I was so used to going to open mics almost every night of the week. And now that's just kind of been Charlie Browned out from under me, and I kind of forgot what you do after work now. Everything was planned around open mics. What do you do? (laughs) I'm just like, I guess I'll just sit at home and play Breath of the Wild, or... I don't know something like i'm also helping my mom clean out her attic because she's uh like she's gonna rent out the space up there so that's what i've been doing but like aside from that it's just been very odd like i feel naked almost um not being able to do comedy (laughs) right uh yeah like I can't even, like, even with Bad Reading, my other podcast, I can't, mm-hmm. uh, like, my co-host Nick moved to Reno, Nevada about two, three weeks ago, and before he left, he and I recorded a fuck ton of episodes so that I would have time to find another co-host uh, while he was gone, and I found someone immediately, so I recorded one episode with her. And then now I have three weeks off from bad reading because if I go any further into the future, none of nothing's gonna make sense anymore because it'll be like, yeah, man. So I was uh, watching March Madness and uh, you know, and it's May by that point. Obviously, March <laughs> Madness isn't a thing anymore. All the sports got canceled, but no one cares. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just, I am just trying to keep my head above water mentally, and the way I've been doing it, that mm-hmm. is. Uh, my work is still a thing. I work at a eye doctor's office, so you know we're still working. They quit using overtime because they cut the patient load in half just for social distancing's sake, and uh, as a result, they also stopped allowing us to use the time clock because get your grubby little paws off it, right? So you now email your uh, time into HR instead of actually putting it into a time clock, which means I have started lying um, and leaving work like an hour early. Um, Go you. Thanks, I guess. But (laughs) did you make your boss listen to this podcast? No. Why would my Why would my boss listen? My boss doesn't even know I'm a comedian, so it's just. Maybe yeah. he knows you're a Vanguard player. Boss is a woman. I hope not. A B. No, she doesn't. Maybe she knows. Me. Okay. No, she doesn't. Let's hope so. <laughs> well, it, and it's not like I'm shirking work. It, it's the the thing with my work is it's administrative, so it's based on every uh, all the other people in my department's patient load, and if that's cut, then my time is also cut. If it was a time clock, I would just sit at my computer and look busy. Until time was up. Um, but now I can just be like, I left at the appropriate time. And just leave when I'm done with work. It feels like that this situation 
we're on the precipice of maybe something interesting happening with our society. Um, n- now is when we can get political, I think. But, uh, we yeah, already I feel... <laughs> yeah, I think we've already gone too far down that path a while ago. I just, I, I think it's interesting that, like, we might be... Okay, so in Europe, in the the 14th century, when the Black Plague hit, um, it killed a third of Europe, right? And as a result of that, the peasants you know, the like people who are tied to the land for generations that, you know, have no social mobility now had the power to go to the monarchies of Europe and be like, so you need us and we want to not be treated like dirt anymore. Uh, we would like more rights as people. And I feel like with this, you know, coronavirus thing, it, with how it's kind of brought everything to an ass grinding halt, uh, it's either going to get very bad or there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Like there's no, it's not going to go back to medium. I don't think. Oh yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is de- a definite possibility that there will have to be some large changes in how just, you know, American society is structured, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, ep- this pandemic has made it apparently obvious that the safety net for the average individual in the United States is basically nothing. And yeah. that needs to not be the case. And even in places with safety nets, it it's still like hit hard mm-hmm. and you need those safety nets. Um, and people need to be more empathetic with each other and to reach out to their communities, <laughs> reach out and touch faith. Uh, but yeah, reach out and stand it, six feet away from their communities. Yeah, exactly. I it's been a crazy week for me because uh, the the Monday where this like all kind of started happening, it was pouring rain in LA, mm. so it kind of felt like the world was ending. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the world might still be ending. Who knows? This could actually sure. be the rap, the beginnings of the rapture. I mean, at least right now, like, honestly, COVID-19 isn't that lethal. Like, nothing compared to the Mm -hmm. demonic plague or anything like that. So far. There was a second wave of the Spanish flu, though, and that went super deadly. Sure. Um, If anything, because this mostly targets older people with, like, more dangerous symptoms. Mm -hmm. uh, Anything, it's not going to be the young people who... um, who are probably holding most of the jobs who are going to die. Probably it's going to be the old people who have already retired and no longer are part of the workforce or politicians. They still vote though. Well, there's the the people who are most at risk are not going to be the wealthy old people. It's going to be the poor old people who are. And so like we, we, we have to care about everybody. We can't, this picking and choosing is incredibly bad. Right. So Mm -hmm. there's no like, priority that's just that's just what i think on it yeah makes sense god this has been weird um from all of us here at nexus at night we wish you a happy pandemic i've been calling this a global snow day (laughs) um or a global sick day if only yeah if only it was that. I mean, I, I where's mom yeah. with, with her fucking sleeve of saltines, all right? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, either that or, uh, like, it's, fe- like, not just a global snow day or a global sick day. It's, we're living through a moment in history right now. And we're going to look back on this. <laughs> in 20 years be like grandpa what was it like when you were a kid or 40 years and then we're just gonna be like well all the toilet paper disappeared (laughs) (laughs) yeah no toilet paper or uh hand sanitizer but actual bar soap still plenty 
Really? <laughs> For real? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, did... Well, you see. hand <laughs> uh... sanitizer. Oh my god! There was a story of some idiot in Tennessee who bought oh, like who bought out like a hundred mile yeah. radius of like bullshit, right? Yeah. And like was se- trying to sell like one dollar bottles of hand sanitizer on Amazon for like twenty bucks. So yeah. Amazon was like, no, 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 we're not gonna. <laughs> no. And uh, they're like, we're gonna shut you down. Your price, you're obviously price gouging. And then he's like, it's not price gouging. It cost me $10 to ship this stuff. I'm doing everyone a favor trying to get it in the hands of people who can't get it otherwise. And I'm like, you literally bought out an entire region. Yeah. yeah. You and are then didn't his stuff get seized by the government afterwards? So, well, so the way it was worded was uh, that he was under investigation by the district attorney in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then after, after which he donated the stuff. Quote unquote. Well, because you couldn't find a buyer for it, right? Yeah, right, right. So and people and boo fucking who that guy. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, I yeah. feel awful for it. Let me tell you. Yeah. The, um... yeah. He's like trying to stand around with a sad face and a family business T-shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not buying that one. Um, this last weekend, I had this girl I was seeing. I'm seeing over, right. And I was, I needed food. So I'm like, let's go to the Ralph's. And I hadn't been grocery shopping since shit had hit the fan. And I was like, I assume they're going to be out of toilet paper. And I go into the aisle where the toilet paper is. There isn't. And before I went into the grocery store, I was, I knew there was going to be no toilet paper. But being in the grocery store with no toilet paper, I was like, oh shit. This is real. And then I walked over with her to, like, the meat part, and I saw two women arguing over a steak. And I had a full-on panic attack in the middle of this Ralph's. <laughs> Just be like, okay, <laughs> two women are literally arguing over a piece of meat. There's no toilet paper, and I'm losing my mind. And, like, it's... I have... I have never felt so emotionally naked in front of someone before, but I was like, okay, five things you can see, four things you can uh, hear, three things, that thing, and just trying to keep my shit together. And I just started, like, picking up stuff, being like, should I buy this? Or And she's like, look, I know it seems crazy right now, but you're not going to ward off starvation by buying the last package of chorizo. You're just not. <laughs> and that made me feel bad. I hope, I hope whoever lost, like, coughs all over the packaging for that meat. Just and then the other thing that's bothering me is uh, about three weeks ago, I agreed to pick up a friend of my mom's from LAX. Um that was to happen yesterday at the time of this recording. So, uh, I agreed to that three weeks prior (laughs) and then I had to pick someone up who had just been on a plane from New York, which is like a hotspot for COVID-19. I'm like, Oh shit. So part of me, there's like 2% of me that's like, what if she got contaminated and it wasn't showing symptoms yet. And now I have it. I made sure not to touch her. I disinfected that part of my car after she was in it. But, like, just a little bit of me is freaking the fuck out right now. I I know that feeling. Because, like, leading up to the situation I'm in right now, I was like, okay, I want to be reasonably afraid of this. As in... Take it seriously, you know, keep away from people who are, who seem sick, wash my hands and all of that, but don't freak out and buy out the grocery stores. And then, like, slowly over time, everyone else started buying out everything, and then my parents started stocking up. And then, you know, right before I took that picture that we put on Twitter, I was just thinking to myself, it'd be nice to stock up on, like, 
you know, pasta and other canned foods that I can keep for a while, just in case. And, you know, just seeing the aisle empty, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to go and panic hoard everything now, aren't I? Man, I went to the grocery store the other day, and I'm like, I guess I'm buying a, I bought like a, fro- a couple frozen pizzas, a loaf of bread, <laughs> some peanut butter. <laughs> some roast beef, some have, like, chicken, a but already, pizza. But I already have like a freezer, I already have like a freezer full of like portioned out meat. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm already prepared for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So like, go crazy on it. But, you know, I'm in a, like, very, you know, not everyone have, keeps a lot, like, a lot of food around. I think America as a whole could probably go on a diet for, like, a month or so. Hey, rude. <laughs> <laughs> but fair. Oh, no. I coughed into the Skype. Everyone disinfect your Skype. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. God. I actually have had a cough the last couple of days, and I'm like, I don't have any other symptoms right now, so it's probably not the virus, but at the same time, God, this is a terrible time to be coming down with my seasonal cough. <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, you're like 24, right? 25. Mm-hmm. Like that, so you're probably like, if you have it, you're not gonna have any strong symptoms. Yeah, just, yeah, that's one yeah. of those things where it's just like, I, again, yeah. like because I'm like coughing right now and I've been a little tired recently. I'm like, okay, is this just me norm not getting any sleep like normal, or is this me actually being fucking sick? And like, this is like, you're not okay, but... symptoms doesn't mean you don't have it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be extra safe, just wear a face mask. And actually, this is kind of like a PSA for people. I know we were like, don't listen to this podcast for medical advice. But a face mask is actually like not too effective in protecting you from other people. But it is very effective at protecting other people from you. Yeah. So if you think yeah. you might be sick, wear the face mask. Yeah, because like... I wanted to make some beef stew today, and I did not have any beef stock, and I'm not about to go to Safeway to get into a fist fight over or a cup of beef water, so... That makes sense. <sighs> well, God. That's, uh... Go ahead. You can, cut this, you can cut this out if it gets a little too messy, political-wise. <laughs> but it's like... I'm very curious what all these, what all the anti-vaxxers are thinking about right now. The vaccines cause the virus, obviously. Are they the people who believe the super lab and Wuhan thing? Probably. You know what's funny? Yes, you're about. To... Yeah. Yeah. So that whole conspiracy that is, it's a never a new conspiracy theory. 1918 flu pandemic, uh, in Philadelphia, there was a rumor going around that the flu was a bioweapon released from German U-boats off the coast of the or <clears throat> the eastern seaboard. It's the same shit every time. It's not it's a like, bioweapon. <laughs> as a person who studies, does work in science, and is trying to get a PhD in science, uh, I find it very upsetting that people think you know it's some kind of super lab in china or some from some german u-boat not necessarily because like you know they're like race picking or whatever but in general that's just like a fear and not an ignorance about science you know what i mean because people instantly Mm -hmm. think hey this is because someone messed with something there are these scientists working on something they shouldn't and like as a person working in science that just feels really bad you know what i mean like Turns out, viruses just mutate and evolve over time, like everything else. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Um, an animal gets displaced from its original habitat, eats something that it wasn't supposed to, and then whatever germs are in this new thing that it eats has to adapt to the new environment of this animal's body, and then we get new super viruses. What a shock. There's a... Like, we don't know for sure, but, like... I'm just saying in general, like, shit happens in nature. (laughs) Like, fuck. In the case of uh, the 1918 flu pandemic, there's a theory that uh, due to gas warfare and mustard gas especially, which can cause genetic drift, 
that that is what caused the the you know th- that year's flu to be especially uh, potent, and then especially because you have all these people packed into trenches, da 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 da, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you two, James and Rupier. Um, you both are Asian, and there has been a high amount of racism about this virus. Mm. Have you guys experienced any negative uh, moments? I mean, Rupier lives in San No, Francisco. but... Yeah, I live in San Francisco. Like, I'm kind of insulated from this just because I live in an area with a dense Asian population, so, like, it's not really that big a deal. I pretty much live in a po- in a place where it's, like, pretty high Asian population, and the school I go to is also pretty high Asian overall. So, so it's like, I haven't experienced anything. But I know it totally exists, because, for the record, mm-hmm. I'm Taiwanese. My dad was like, hey, we're not going to really go to many Chinese restaurants anymore, because chances are Chinese people are going to go to those restaurants, and they probably carry the virus. <laughs> this is coming from a Taiwanese parent. Just saying. <laughs> That's... So weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Taiwan, uh, Taiwan and mainland China have like our beefs. Ah, yeah. pretty sure all of the oh, that particular of... region of the world just hate each other. That's true. No one is more racist to Asians than other Asians. <laughs> that is the yeah. most true thing ever. I mean, in the case of China versus Japan, I sort of get it. No, it's Japan. all those countries. Like they kind of hate. Yeah. Like, Korea hates Japan, too, and they probably have reasons to hate China. China has invaded several other Asian countries recently, which means they all hate them. Taiwan's pretty cool with everyone, though. They have, like, a love-hate relationship with China, though. Because we're Taiwan also loves Japan. The weeb community in Taiwan is fucking amazing. Holy crap. (laughs) Weaves run deep. <laughs> no, no, real like people in Taiwan, they like love Japanese shit. Yeah, I mean, weebs exist in every country. It's just stubborn old people and politicians. <sighs> My God. Well, did you guys uh, hear the other conspiracy? Sorry. What what other conspiracy theory? There was this other conspiracy that I heard floating around from, like, Asian news sources. <clears throat> I don't know how accurate it is, considering no English-speaking news sources have talked about it. But it's a conspiracy theory, maybe, that uh, the coronavirus actually started in America. <laughs> so, the logic behind the theory, and I haven't been able to confirm this, I've only seen, like, a few news sources talk about it, um, is that... The reason for this thinking is uh, when looking at different versions of the coronavirus, because it obviously mutates over time, they saw that in certain countries like uh, in like in China. And this might be a bad translation because my Chinese is not the greatest. But like in China, there's like, you know, um, there is like this generation that belongs to like third generation Uh, in certain other countries is like the fourth and fifth generation. Uh, But only in the United States has all five generations of the virus. And particularly, if you've ever been to a doctor this year, they probably said, hey, you should get your flu shot because the flu is really strong this year. So the conspiracy theory is that the strong flu that we experienced this year was actually a weaker generation of the coronavirus. So eventually, initially originated in the United States in a weaker version. Then eventually someone brought it over to a different country where it eventually mutated into a stronger version. And that's the one infecting everyone now. That's a weird theory. I mean, I don't see any English sources covering it, but I know that some foreign sources kind of said it, but I haven't heard anything about it of late. But it makes a lot more sense than the super lab in Wuhan. Yeah. I mean, the only good news about that theory is that if we've already been exposed to a weaker generation, there's a chance that if we've gotten sick already, we might have some immune immunity to it. But, like, I don't know how true this is or not. Mm-hmm. 
There has been, like, very noticeable blame shifting in the news, though. Of course. Well, yeah. Mm. I'm just saying, like, well, while it does make sense, it it could also just be, like, that kind of blame shifting that will always happen. I mean, it could make sense, but I don't have any, I don't know where they're getting all this evidence from, so I can't say it's true. Like, like, I guess that's something you'd have to follow up on on your own, and I don't think any of us are in the mood for that. I just don't know about it. I don't know where to begin. I mean, what we could do is end the episode. Oh yeah, we should probably do that. At some point. We should yeah, probably we do that. We barely talked about Vanguard. <laughs> Nexus at Night, the Coronavirus Podcast. There, I said it. Okay. Uh, no, for real. Uh, we know it's tough out there. Uh, you know, stay strong. Talk to your friends online. Uh, play play video games. This is the time to be fat pieces of shit and stay inside. Yeah. Care about people who are uh, more uh, vulnerable about because of their immune system, you know? Yeah. yeah. What about people who are more vulnerable? What about them? Stay home, too. <laughs> well, like, take care of yourself. Be sensitive to people who are in less fortunate situations. You know, like, if you are otherwise healthy and can last, don't go out to your grocery store and start hoarding supplies. Somebody else probably, there's probably going to be someone who needs it as much, if not more than you. Please think about other people and, like, Panic about the virus, but panic to a reasonable degree. I feel like everyone's kind of overreact. Well, the government underreacted, and all of the individual citizens overreacted, which is how we're here now. Because the government underreacted. I mean, like, I get, I see where they're getting at. But yes, uh, mm-hmm. just, like, the food isn't going anywhere for the most part. It's mostly just been toilet paper. So, uh, buy a bidet. <laughs> Or get in the shower, and yeah, yeah. fuck it. Uh, I, have get a lot of... I have an important question. Yeah, do people like when they use toilet paper to wipe their ass? Do they like really feel clean when they just use toilet paper? I don't think so. Baby no, wipes, man. That's I've gotten at. into the habit of following up with baby wipes. Yeah. If anything, couldn't you just use a towel and then like throw it in the washing machine? You could do that. Yeah. If you really have to. Oh, I have to, I have to pay reminds... $1.50 every time I do laundry, so no. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. I have to me. use a laundromat, but everything's closing down due to the shelter-in-place order. I'm just which saying, means... I think it's a little weird that people think yeah. it's like good enough to just wipe it with a paper towel and be like, yeah, I feel great. I remember seeing this on like a shower thoughts on Reddit. Is like, Would you ever actually... If you got, like, bird poop on your arm or something, would you ever feel clean just wiping it off with a piece of dry tissue? Right? <laughs> you hell fucking no one. Yeah. But for some reason, we all seem okay wiping our asses like that. Oh my god, I just remembered a funny story out of nowhere. Go it's ahead. not really, it's kind of related, but not really. So, like I said, I was emptying a science lab class. Uh, so we got an email from, like, our, our lab director. Uh, you know, explaining, hey, what's going on with the coronavirus? Because this is still when we're doing in-person classes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, after every lab, we have to disinfect it, wipe, wipe it <coughs> on the table, the lab, stuff like that. And then she also sent an email afterwards saying, hey, uh, also keep watch up the gloves. Students are doing weird things with the gloves right now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had to make sure they weren't stealing gloves from labs for use for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> What weird stuff are you talking about? Probably just stealing gloves or putting a bunch of... Yeah, just, like, stuffing a bunch of them into their pockets and leaving with them. Oh. That's not fun. I mean... Yeah. Unless you plan on wearing those gloves at all times, it's not going to be that helpful. Unless you're... It's not like you're a doctor who actually needs it to handle a patient. Mm. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Yeah. So all the, all that advice. Um, if I'm just gonna plug this now, 
Bad Reading has uh, an episode that came out today about Spider-Man, and then I also had a second episode come out this week uh, as a bonus. So if you really want to want to laugh at me some more uh it, it was about um some shitty fiction that i wrote in college because we didn't have a guest that week so bonus mm-hmm. episode of bad reading for you all to check out guys where can people find you you can find me on twitter at wickham's two g's two z's you can find me at plasma eclipse i might end up uploading pictures of me washing my laundry by hand because my lawn my washing machine doesn't work it's gonna fucking get out the washboard and shit he's doing it <laughs> I don't have a washboard I'm gonna use my bathtub and a sponge that's one way to do it Sounds James oh and uh if you wanna find me just talk to these guys hopefully I'll still be alive and hopefully Angel Feather gets better support please don't die please, please don't, don't die. die if the Angel yeah. Feathers get better support that means Cray will be in a better shape. That means we will be in a better shape. So then I'll probably survive that. Sounds pretty good. Uh, then you can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can find this podcast at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, have a good week, weekend. Guys, you made it through your first week of uh, social distancing for the most part. So Godspeed. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. I'm James. And have a good night, everybody.